0: we're on we're back anti-guru facetime
1: in the flesh well not exactly but digitized.
0: (laughs) what's going on byron
1: not much just down here in my little fortress of solitude basement to get away from the the pregnant wife the nine-month pregnant wife jesus nice so yeah any day now i'm ready to get it over with
2: yeah well tell us a little bit how you feeling about your team right now I know that Uh, it didn't start out well. I know a lot of people were predicting you to be butt-pirate, obviously. So what do you have to say about those people, Chafe? Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to call anyone out right, Chafe, but uh, he was pretty adamant that I was well on my way to butt-piratehood after the season I had last year and all the money I spent, leaving me with not a lot left. Uh, I think I've at least positioned myself to not be automatically the butt pirate which is what everyone was thinking so that's good but i'm definitely still in the in the race for mm-hmm. that
2: definitely so. uh so i enjoyed reading your write-up today yeah. i know jake did too that was that was a nice little uh, surprise for everybody i think everyone loves the anti-guru essays they appreciate the effort and then it was good research it was so. it was
0: nicely double spaced too it was easy reading yeah good for yeah I, I
1: don't i don't know exactly how that worked it didn't look like that when i pasted it but yeah <laughs> i thought it <laughs> It did. It did make it easier to read, and I'm glad. I figured of all people, Jake, you would be the one who needed uh, some help with that. I, 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 I it doesn't last so well <laughs> whenever you get to those upper upper years. Hey, you're true, your true, very true.
2: Nice. So you want to let's let's walk through some of your little rankings right here. I see you got the. Would you write down the best of each draft?
1: The yeah, best, yeah, the best pick from uh, the draft for each team. Value-wise, so you know maybe like there's people on the team that have scored more points, but they kind of cost. You know, people that they went for less money than they should have is basically Hmm. what I wrote it up as.
2: All right, well, just let's just run through the list, and I'll, I'll I'll give a little opinion every once in a while too. I might even give someone i got the draft pulled up right here i might list some of their worst draft picks too with you okay. just to, uh, okay. we don't want to well, praise people too much on this podcast yeah. Jeez, this is not that's,
1: that's yeah that's the other reason i did it i wanted to keep it positive you know i feel like there's sometimes a little too much negativity that no goes such on thing. no <laughs> such
2: thing as too much negativity.
1: um but no the you know i started out with the uh the hood rats since they never get any love so I figured we'd, we'd give them first. And Big Dogs I have is Kendall Wright, which I'm sure you could probably make a case for uh, um, who, uh, Carson Palmer, too, on his team. Oh, definitely. Nice. But um, Kendall Wright I, I like. I've, I've tried to trade for him a few times, and Big Dogs not not letting go. So I hope he can hold true to that and doesn't let Chad's Chad get in his ear about him.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially
1: since Chad needs a wide receiver.
0: Yeah, this was uh, and you ha- actually the guy still needed to be on your team was one of the requirements too. Right? Yeah, so
1: well, yeah, it was yeah because they you know like I think Big Dog might have been the one who drafted Moncrief. Yeah, because yeah. I'm
0: looking at it right now like why, what happened? What was the reasoning behind that? I don't...
1: I, that's a great question. I, you know, I know it didn't like raise any eyebrows at the time he dropped him. It's, right. It's e- it's easy for us to say it now. Sure. But. But no one made any fuss about it when he did it. So, you know, it must have not been, like, the stupidest decision yeah, ever. Like, he must keep, have been really scared Like, keeping Reggie Johnson. Wayne for three weeks. But, you know, yeah, that's, that is... That is what
2: it is. I'm looking, to Big Doug really didn't have any bad draft picks. He had, didn't have any money to spend he on those him. picks. Yeah, he,
1: just like uh, me, he couldn't afford to have any yeah, bad draft picks. Literally, he, he did better than I did, well, in all seriousness.
2: He, he spent, just like Jay said, Carson and scraps. Yep. Carson and scraps. Carson Cooper. Amari, Amari, Carson, well, yeah, Amari. Yeah, he spent scraps. 50 bucks on Carson and Cooper, and then I think he spent probably $25 on the rest of his roster, it looks like. Yeah. About a lot that's of $1, the, $1 and $3 guys, so let's not the waste more time on Big Dog's mediocre team, so let's just move <laughs> on. Hey, he's
1: number three in the league. Yeah, uh, yeah right.
2: that's the rumor I heard.
1: Uh, Jeremy I had down as uh, Bishop Sankey. Uh, probably would have been Decker, but he traded him to music, obviously, this week, so that was why he couldn't qualify. Uh, Jeremy's team, like Big Dog's, is kind of overperforming, so yep. we'll see if we can keep that up.
2: James um, Jones.
0: Yeah, James it's, Jones.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, did he, he no, he didn't. Him or, no, I thought he, he picked him up. He picked him up. I'm just saying that's what's been Jeremy's yeah. savior. Like, who would have guessed that James Jones would be performing, like, a top 20 wide receiver right now? Not only yeah, that.
1: But, well, didn't he sell him to Wickens though, now?
2: Yeah. Is he?
0: Yeah, Wickens yeah. has him. Shows
2: how much I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you know, he, did, he definitely helped Jeremy a lot. He carried him for a couple around. weeks, though.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm uh, looking. Then music, uh, the best pick music had was definitely Leonard Hankerson for $4.00. Definitely uh, jealous of that one right now. It looks really good.
0: He's over, you know, definitely overperformed so far.
1: That's Chad will probably be in your year soon if he already hasn't been, Jake, because I know he's he's looking for wide receivers like crazy. Not, I'm not taking
0: that's Roddy that's White the, for him.
2: Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. That's what
1: happens when you draft Roddy White and he puts up zero spots in yeah. consecutive weeks. Who
2: knows? I could see a Chad and Jake, Nile Davis. Maybe Chad has to make a deal for his backup. He always seems to have to do that with Jake every year. <laughs> Yeah, Jake, you always get him on that every year,
0: don't you? He got me last year, I think.
2: They challenge, <laughs> yeah. they challenge each other. We went, like, we went at it
0: for over $20 for a backup.
1: Um, and then with Wiggs, uh, you know, he's made so many moves. It wasn't a lot to choose from, but Crowell is decent with the $20 value. But I don't think he ends up playing him a lot, so, you know, maybe that's something Wick- Wickens will do in the future.
0: Doesn't seem like he wants to move him either.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> If, if he wanted to move him, it would be done by now.
2: I'm sure. I mean, if you look right now, if you look at the values, he paid $25 for Drew Brees when he didn't need him. First of all, he didn't need him at all. Yeah. He, but then once he did need him, he traded him before he right. could use him. So it's kind of <laughs> and how much did he trade him for? Uh, 12 and eight, right? He got $20 for him, right? Right. I yeah. think he, so. He paid $25 I, at draft to. 20 get she got 8 and 12 to get $20 back in the future so he's he's basically giving himself a loan and charging himself interest on it yeah
1: (laughs) I mean I I I would be lying if I said I was a fan of a lot of the moves he's made but you know Wickens just kind of seems to have they seem to work out for him for whatever reason a lot of trades he makes so small sample size (laughs) yeah well but you know the one that I think he did really well on was the Hopkins trade yeah Um, and getting getting that much money but also getting Aguilar who could still have he could, you know he's looking better the last few weeks. So. But
2: what do you think about DeAndre Hopkins might be a top 10 wide receiver going forward? What happens if they get just any kind of quarterback at all in that Texas yeah, if system? If they get
1: that's the thing. If they if Houston gets a quarterback, yes, DeAndre Hopkins is well worth the money that 90 paid for him, but if they don't get a quarterback, which obviously they aren't going to have one this year. Right. Uh, and then who knows what will happen in the draft? Then, you know, the, I, he's never going to be a top three lock guy unless he gets that quarterback. Let's put it that yeah. way.
2: We can stay on Wickens here a little longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure.
1: Everyone's so, just talking Wickens.
2: So, I mean, he just lost his tight end, right? You just lost Eric Ebron. No, I,
1: I, the, what I'm reading today is there's no um, damage on the MRI. For really? Ebron.
2: That's really? insider
1: info there for you. Okay. Well then. Heart break, heart, yeah. When I woke up this morning to the news that you know the the refs did in another Seahawk opponent on Monday night, that was a little frustrating. But yeah. I mean, that's that's it's not as bad as the one against Green Bay. It's, I heard it was in
0: whole, the I heard it was in the same end zone.
1: Well, that that makes sense. But, I mean, <laughs> that, that's not a rule that anyone knew about. It's yeah. not like it's not like the Lions coaches were out there yelling that they should be calling it. It's just. That's a technicality, in my opinion. The the Seahawks won.
2: All right, who's next? Who's next on the list?
1: uh, I got. We moved to the D-Gens then. So Jay has uh, Tyrod Taylor, who is only a dollar. Great pick. Yeah, he's he's, been ripping it up. Um, So you know, if he can keep that up, that that's the bright spot on Jay's team. And you know, he's had a struggling start, but he's in first place in our division. Mm -hmm. So you know, anything could happen as the rivalry weeks get started here
2: a tough break for Jay this week didn't he lose he lost Brashad Perriman too and I know he was planning on him coming back like week four or something like that so that's a yeah I think that's a huge hit for Jay because he thought he was getting a wide receiver too from yeah I think
1: if if Jay would the one trade if Jay would have just and he said he alluded this last week if he would have just hung on to Charles Clay yeah I think that would have been a, a good swing for him but you know I mean he still got money for Clay and I think it was decent money but I think, like he said last <laughs> week, he might have just got a little carried away with the trade frenzy that was going on. Yeah, I
0: got wrapped up in Trade Tuesday. Yeah, he's...
1: It, hol- it happens to the best
2: of us. It always hurts, but then it's nice when you look at his 2017, and he's got $296 right yeah. there already. And so, I mean, <laughs> exactly. 212 and 296 Jay's coming in... Stacking chips. You know, fat pockets.
1: Definitely um chads uh you know i said he didn't really have a good draft overall just well injuries with you know everyone thought deshaun jackson was going to be a good pick and, and it i think that's was.
2: that's the theme of the draft so far is injuries i mean yeah. i don't know if it's just recency biasy or, or bias or what it just seems like there's so many injuries this year of key players it was from the beginning too it's not even it's been mm-hmm. the whole season so many guys injured
1: Yep, I agree. But his best pick ended up being his quarterback, Phillip Rivers. And I think Chad always finds good value at the quarterback position. I guess he should since he was a quarterback. But <laughs> Philip Rivers is uh, quarterback eight right now and 14th overall. He was only 12 bucks, so pretty good buy.
2: Cutler on the block too. Yeah. <laughs> Cutler's today. on the block.
1: With uh, He gets to play Detroit soon, as Chad pointed out. Mm-hmm. So they will probably rip him up. Um, my pick, my best value pick was Dion Lewis for a dollar. I mean, I just – Oh, yeah. I, I got lucky there. So, But it's New England, so he'll probably score zero the next three or four weeks. And Blount will get 50 for Randy's bench.
2: Tyler Eifert for 10 good, too. I mean, that was – Tyler a, Eifert was a good pick. Yeah, he was. And, and was the thing cool. is, he I think his ceiling is high. Like, he – obviously, I picked him to score two touchdowns the first week. I think that guy could – you know, lead the NFL in receiving for tight ends. He's that athletic and that good. He's pretty much a wide receiver, just a big wide receiver. Yeah, no. yeah he
1: is. Uh, he, you know, he still could be a possible injury concern as we move forward because he's not played a full season yet in the NFL. So we'll see. Last year was rough. Um, hopefully he stays healthy and will continue to be a good pick for me.
0: Bengals Point. have been explosive so far, too. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, their whole offense is doing well. I mean, they're they're carrying two running backs that are fantasy relevant, you know, Two wide receivers, a good tight end, and obviously, you know, we'll get to the quarterback later. With Joe's best pick, no, yeah. But Blaine's Blaine, I think I would call the best pick of the draft because Brady was. I mean, twenty-six might seem high for being the best value pick, but yeah, definitely. I mean, the points he's putting up is crazy, and he's only he's played one less game than than the majority of the league. So he's already at eight overall.
2: And a twenty-six dollar keeper for next year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you think. I couldn't trade Andy Dalton right now for twenty and twenty. I don't think, even though Never. he's put up that those kind of numbers so far. I don't think probably not. Yeah, would have to do I it a few more th-
0: weeks for sure. And I
2: think I think Blaine could get twenty and twenty for Tom Brady, you know, pretty easily. I think that's. I would think you'd yes. have to come with at least forty dollars to get him to give him up right now, especially I, at this I, point.
1: I would think Blaine wouldn't even listen to that, just because. It, you know, that's,
2: one of those famous, I, I one either. of those I famous don't... LOL text messages from Blaine after you send him an <laughs> offer. I get, I get a lot of those, actually. Believe it or not.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: have trouble believing that at all,
0: mm-hmm. Joe. Joe's always hitting the sell up.
2: <laughs> yeah, hit the sell.
1: <laughs> so that brings us to uh, PHSBB uh, division. Randy's, I think, is the second best pick of the draft. Was Devonta Freeman. With uh, he was twenty one dollars and he's the number two player overall, I don't know if that'll continue. But you know, thus far, it's obviously paying off for him. I don't think he'll be putting up three touchdowns every week moving forward, though.
2: Julian Edelman too. I mean, he paid, yeah, a, lot
1: Julian, of, he Julian paid Julian a lot of Yeah, Julian Edelman was a good a, pick as well. He's a stud right now. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, then Wendell had Duke Johnson for nine, and uh, you know, kind of had his coming out week last week. So that that made it the best value pick for Wendell. But Wendell's team, a lot of Wendell's team is value. You know, he's got Corn Cob with the grandfather rule that just makes everyone cringe that he gets uh, an advantage like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I have Jared as a top-five team without even really that hard. I think I think he's a top-five guaranteed right now.
1: He's got a lot of money to play with, too, you know, because he made those off-season trades. Yeah,
2: pull that wallet out, Wendell. Let me look <laughs> at it right now. He's got... He's got two sixty one for next year that he's still just sitting on. So I don't know what he wants to do. He's got expensive keepers. He's got cheap keepers. He's got a lot of options. So
1: yeah, um, then the guru. His best value pick is Terrence Williams, and like you said, injuries probably caused that with Dez going down. But Terrence was only two dollars, and he's at ninety six overall right now, so he's doing well. Jason's. Well, let's uh,
2: let's Matt. talk about gurus. Yeah. Bad. Let's pick and yeah. talk <laughs> about <Sorry>. the bad. <laughs> I mean Nelson Aguilar for thirty right now is that was really bad. That's
1: well, he got rid of him though. He did did
2: get rid of him, but he also, I mean, that's he pretty much sold him as not even a top thirty guy. So
1: yeah, that's yeah he did. He he definitely
2: cut bait quickly. So we'll see if that blows up in his face or if he should have kept him, and who knows.
1: Yeah, I mean, and even the thing is, though, even if he does blow up, he's still $30, so it's not like it was going to be an – it's not an OBJ situation, mm-hmm. you know, where I gave up a $4 superstar. Yeah. But he um, could blow up. He could blow up, definitely. I mean, he has the talent, and he's been looking better. Um, but Hopkins is definitely the better player, I still think.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Maybe so,
0: the Eagles I, offense finally gets going.
1: Right. And, I mean – I. It's the guru. I'm sure you know he's happy with what he got. So we'll see if it works out for him. Uh, Jason's was Matt Jones. Jason's team's struggled a little bit just because he's so dolphin heavy, and the Dolphins obviously just fired their coach. So we know what's going on down there. Um, but I think Matt Jones at sixteen dollars is going to be solid moving forward. He's yeah. kind of the one in this list. I i maybe built it up a little bit more because I think he's got the potential to be even more than what he has been so far.
0: What about Gurley?
1: Uh, Gurley, you know, but Gurley was like 40, I think and hasn't played yet. So I didn't, I didn't really think like I could put him in here, but he definitely could blow up too. I think second half of the season, he might be one of the top, you know, 20 players in fantasy.
2: Jason has he's got couple, that talent. Yeah, Jason has a couple good picks. I like the Darren Sproles for $3. That's a good pick, but then That's a
1: really good pick too as well. And, and it pro- honestly, that's probably a better value than Matt Jones what he's done so far. He's still but waiting I, I,
2: for uh he's still waiting for DeVonte Parker to come back too, full yeah. health. So, yes, yeah. he was a $13 pick, but then I think if you're looking at what her Jason is the Sammy Watkins hype. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. I've seen him. He looks he looks out of shape to me or something i don't know what's wrong with him he is
1: just, i think i think he started the year with a nagging injury he and looks, he's been right It just
2: he looks like andre johnson out there to me kind of both of them have yeah. similar body styles where they're huge guys that look like they're
1: can't move line,
2: yeah linebackers out there playing wide receiver so
1: They're they're laboring just to get up and down the field i don't know
2: i don't know how good sammy watkins is gonna be the rest of his career i don't know he's and then the the Victor Cruz one was bad. I Victor Cruz is on the the Joe Scott fuck no list with, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with I mean, Torrey Smith.
1: Yeah, he, we'll see. I mean, he's got to come back and play eventually, and he's been good in the past. So, I mean, it could, it could work out for Jason. We'll see.
2: It could. That, that division's definitely wide open.
1: Yes, that division's wide open. Um, so we go to the last division. We've got the... Uh, gangsters and Greg is leading that division his best value pick was David Johnson for $6 but I really I kind of think that his start's been a little fluky I mean the kick returns those aren't going to continue and uh, Ellington's coming back but Greg has Ellington so it's not going to kill him that David Johnson doesn't keep tearing it up, but he, he definitely performed for, for him for the first four weeks.
2: Yeah, I'm also waiting for the regression from uh, Marcus Mariota. I don't yeah. think he's gonna do this once the once the defenses get those, they'll get their what's it called game films. Game film. They'll get him scouted out. Coach's they'll, tape. They'll figure yeah. him out once. I don't think he's that good. And yeah, I
1: I mean I th- I think it definitely. It seems like he might be better than Winston, though, to me, in my opinion. So I think I think the Titans lucked out that the Bucks took Winston number one, um, but we'll see if he can. can keep, I don't think he can keep this up either, but he could still be a good quarterback. I think.
2: I want to see Jameis without a uh, Lovey Smith as as his coach too. I, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big handicap. Years, that's true. Yeah, too many years of him killing a quarterback.
1: Um, so Joe, you're. I mean, everyone knows yours is Andy Dalton because he's. Was only four dollars, and he's the number three overall player so far.
2: I would have never uh, guessed that he would have done this this year. I literally he was my backup. I had you were playing on Flacco. Yeah, and- I was planning on playing Flacco all season, and I mean,
1: I mean, not don't, even a tough
2: choice in every Sunday. His, it's not even close.
1: His his rookie year was a pretty solid fantasy year actually, because um, he was my backup that year, and he was a top. You know, 15, 14 quarterbacks. So I, I think he was better than what he was last year. I don't think he's as good as he's playing right now. Oh, he's, a, yeah. he's somewhere in the middle. So he'll come back down to earth. But he's still a good value pick for you at $4. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
2: The, definitely the benefit of having good weapons on that offense. Yeah, he's got great offense. weapons.
1: Yes, yeah. That, that offense is loaded, definitely. Um, and uh, Buzzsaw, his best pick was Ronnie Hillman. Uh, For five dollars, and it's worked out for him that CJ Anderson's been a big pile of poop.
0: Yeah, terrible. So,
1: you know, then that that's you know that's on draft night. There's a big luxury placed on backup running backs just because everyone's trying to find the guy who's going to have a starter who starts out slow or gets hurt, and then all of a sudden you you found a pot of gold. So maybe he's done that with Ronnie Hillman.
2: That's the thing about Buzz's team is you have to admire the fact that he didn't just sit there and let his team. Underperform. He definitely went out there and made moves. He wasn't just going to sit there and let Sam Brad- <laughs> Sam Bradford continue to be mediocre. He was yeah. definitely going out there and making moves.
1: Yep, that and, you know, the Des Bryant injury forced, yeah. kind of forced his hand a little bit. But at the end, it could have, end up making him stronger once he comes back from injury. So
2: Yeah, he definitely yeah. has had to deal with a lot of – I mean, he's had a Ooh. lot of injuries, a lot Ooh. of problems. It's pretty amazing that he's in the position he is right now. He doesn't have a lot of money left. He still has decent money, but not that huge budget that scares everybody.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, he, he, he still has good room to make moves. So I love
2: we'll the fact that he replaced Vernon Davis because Vernon Davis is the definition of a large pile of poop. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> Vernon
1: Davis's biggest problem is that Kaepernick's his quarterback, uh, but he, yeah, he's he's not performing well at right. all. Uh, the last last guy is Ricky. And uh, D'Angelo Williams obviously is going to see a reduced workload moving forward, but for five dollars, still looks like a pretty good value pick at this point.
2: Andre Johnson, thirty nine dollars. <laughs> wow, thirty nine. <laughs> that's what he went for. Trey Mason, yes, Trey Mason, nineteen. So I mean,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It's. Uh, I guess you know, hindsight's twenty twenty always. So
0: yeah, no, I don't think anyone expected Andre to be. What he th- has this been club, yeah. uh, he's been. I thought he was going to be pretty good for the top Colts. twenty, top yeah. twenty. Wide I mean, if
1: if if we play, if we redrafted right now, Andre Johnson doesn't get drafted and Moncrief goes for forty-five. Yeah. So you know, that's it, just. But he went for three on draft night.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just part of the game. That's why we play it.
2: Need to go to go to mini camp or something. Scout these guys out.
1: <laughs> <Sick of listening laughs> yeah, that's get, get a little more insider info for sure. So, um, so, yeah, that was that was the best value picks that I had.
2: Definitely. Um, it was good. Yeah.
1: I think we wanted to talk a little uh, parody debate, didn't we, Joe?
2: Yeah, that's what I hear. I hear everyone talking about the parody a lot and everything. And I think that's – it's almost like people say that to feel better about themselves almost because they realize that their team is not good. <laughs> this – This season, like I said before, this whole season, the theme of 2015 so far has been just injuries, one after another, and I think that's really holding back some of the superstar teams that have been put together, and once they catch stride, I just feel like it's there's five teams right now that are just above and beyond everybody else, and then, you're right, there's a ton of parity in
1: in about, yeah,
2: middle, there's a huge middle tier that's like six or seven teams that are averaging between... 75 and low 80s and those guys well, are
1: okay I, I mean i understand where you're coming from that maybe the the league is a little top heavy but you know that's always going to be the way it works out when you get people spending money on um players that, from teams that want to build build budgets for the future years but i think uh you know obviously you wanted to throw out the records thing when we were talking about parody and that's fine but i looked up um just to see, like, what scoring has been like through the first four weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I just looked at this year and last year, um, since the scoring system is similar. And, uh, you know, we have – we decreased defense and kickers, which, you know, we've had that. Debate the last couple of weeks and if it, we should have them at all or whatever. Which is but supposed
2: we, to which is supposed to lower the swing or the beta of what everything's going on, but it's not. It hasn't been that case so far. Uh, uh,
1: Well, yeah, you would think you would think though that it would lower scoring in the league, right? Because we lowered the amount of scoring defenses could do and the amount of scoring kickers could do. Um, but so at this point in the year for 2015, on average, our teams are scoring 82 point ten points a week. Uh-huh. That's you know, everybody in the league, that's our average. Last year at this point, through four weeks, the teams were averaging eighty point three eight points a week.
0: <laughs>
1: so we're scoring more. Everybody's scoring more this year. And I you know I kind of thought maybe you would say, well, Randy, you know, counts in last year's thing and he obviously was putting the worst team in the history of fantasy football out every week. So I took his scores out. From the first four weeks last year, and the teams were st- we were still only averaging 81.89 points, so still less than what we've done through the first four weeks this year. So, and I in the biggest thing I think the biggest difference, I think that uh, you know people kind of took note of the way uh, Buzz went about um, selling his players last year, and instead of just you know doing what Randy did, I'm going to get as much money as I can, money only. Buzz did a really good job of. Positioning to get as much money as possible and finding maybe a prospect in the deal that could pay pay out on the back end as well, you know, and that's how I got OBJ. This year you look at the big money deals that have gone down. The very first one, Jeremy got a ton of money for Antonio Brown. He also got Jordy Nelson, that's a ten dollar keeper. Yeah. I mean that's that's paying off twice there for him. And then you've got uh Jay like we talked about with the Jimmy Graham deal he got Charles Clay who's looking pretty good. Wiggs got Aguilar with the Hopkins deal he could pay off. Uh, I think everybody's kind of learned okay yeah I want to sell and get a lot more money but I also want to find maybe you know a prospect that could pay off and I think that's why I think that's helped with the parity a lot because now we're not just, it's not like Randy where he just sold his players and had nothing left to work with you, you've still you're still putting out decent teams look at Jeremy he's sold three players now. And his team is—I mean, what place is his team in right now? It's—he's uh, in eighth place, so he's—he's he's right there in the Good Rats division, still contending. So that—that's what I think has helped the parity more than anything. We're not just all out tanking, even though—even though players are selling for much more money, you're getting prospects on the back end too.
2: You know, that was the best point I have heard oh. against against my parity <laughs> argument. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. It does. It does make a lot of sense because people were just selling for the biggest amount of money possible instead of getting some kind of person that could actually give you a little bit of production instead of just all out tanking. I mean I you think,
0: could you could always win five Benjis
2: on a scratch off.
1: Right, that's right.
2: So, I think more people maybe it's maybe it's more people are scared to buy that patron bottle. Is that what it, you think that made a big difference? People don't want to be butt pirate anymore? Uh I I think Because, I mean, I've talked to, not only I've talked to you, I've talked to a few other people that are like, yeah, I think uh, I might be playing for next year, but I definitely don't want to be butt pirate, that's for sure, and last year, no one cared, like, Brandy embraced it more than anything, almost.
1: I think there's, I think there's always been 15 people in this league who have never wanted to be a butt pirate, (laughs) but clearly, (laughs) but clearly there's one person who doesn't really care if he is or not, Uh so... I guess well, you all can decide whatever that means, but it's pretty evident there's fifteen people who don't want that title, and one who doesn't care if he gets it or not.
2: <laughs> I still, I uh, still think, I still think we have a small sample size and that there isn't much parody, and I think we're still remembering. Well,
1: okay, but here's the, here's the, I mean, uh, and I get it's small sample size, but it's a quarter of the season. It's not yep, a long season that's to begin I was with. Into that. Like I was and, just saying, and then also. You know, of course, it's going to get bigger. It's going to the gaps going to get bigger as the the weeks move on here because you're going to have your 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 buyers and your sellers as we move into the 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 move through the division weeks. So I know it's going to get a bigger gap, but I think through the first four weeks we've had more parity than ever in the league, and I that's just what I believe.
2: I disagree, but let's move on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about um, was last week when uh, we were talking about the defense and kickers stuff. And I think I'm totally fine with the argument that defense and kickers, we should take them out of the league because it's too random and too hard to predict and there's no strategy. If that's your argument, I get it. You can make that argument. I disagree with it. But, okay, we can, we can talk about those issues. But the thing that I hated was then Wickens brought up, I think we need to put in a new flex if you added another flex to our roster that's the same thing it's it's i mean yeah the top teams have good options on their bench to put in a second flex so there would be strategy involved but you know you get down to these teams in 10 through 16 we're just going to be throwing a random a random player out there who you know is maybe the third running back on his team but he gets a vulture td every other week how can you how can you predict that that's that's not your strategy and then look what the waiver wire would look like afterwards oh yeah it takes 16 more people off this waiver wire right now it wouldn't even be a point of having and what's
2: what's i don't understand what's the what's wrong with randomness what's wrong with having a little bit of randomness it's
1: it's part of the game like i got upset
2: by jay this week and i said i thought i had no chance of losing and he upset me this week and it it happens even though my kicker and defense put up a good score i just like the fact that it makes you not have the ability to purchase a team and guarantee yourself a vi- like a, a victory for sure. There's always going to be uh, a storm down in Miami or something with your kicker or, yeah. or they just get stopped at the goal line a lot. It's just randomness. That's what makes this fun. I think too. It's just.
1: <laughs> right. Well, and, and I think we all kind of knew it was just sour grapes on weekends. Yeah, maybe he week just sucks
2: at picking out defenses. Obviously. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. He had two to choose from.
1: Yeah, he did have two to choose from. I mean, that's a coin flip every week, I guess. And he's invested more money in them than anyone in league history. So I would have thought it would have paid off a little bit better, but not not the case so far.
0: What, if, what about getting rid of one, maybe? Just one of them, maybe kicker or defense. What do you think?
1: Uh, if I had to choose, I think the best one to get rid of would be kickers, just because it's kind of – um, no, one, no one likes
2: a kicker. No one likes
1: a yeah, and it just – I don't know. I, I, they're, they're pretty much all bunched together always, so um, I, I would rather see the kicker go than the defense because I think the defense um, always gives you a little something – a little bit more of a chance and it's controlled chance. Like, shoot, I'm down five points, but if I get a pick six touchdown here – I I'm, I'm right back in the game so yeah,
2: just like I think defense is perfectly fine. I what I want is I want kickers scoring just cut in half. That's it. You can still have kickers still score, you know, between 5 and 10 usually each week and
1: yeah, I mean I I, I don't, I don't know. even if you're going to keep cutting the points on half why even have it? I mean, I think the points are fine where they're at if we're going to keep it. If we don't have a kicker, then I'm fine with that too. Yeah, it's
2: it's cool until I get beat by one. Right, <laughs> it's always, it's <laughs> that's the way it always cool. works. Exactly.
1: Yeah. What about or until or until one loses you the game yeah. by missing missing a field goal?
0: What about what Chad brought up? Like maybe an i like maybe one IDB player or like a couple.
1: Um, that you know, I mean, that I think would be similar to kickers in the fact that if we only have one of them, um, obviously we're all just gonna have the 16 best in. In the NFL, and what's, I mean, they're all going to be scoring high points about the same. Yeah.
2: I, I'm, a, I'm against defensive players because that just adds a whole nother dimension of what I have to study now. Like, I, <laughs> I already study enough. Like, that's. Yeah, we all know Joe all. takes
1: it, Joe, that you take it farther than anyone. Yeah.